This message comes from NPR sponsor State Farm. In the market for small business insurance, State Farm agents can help you create a personalized plan that fits your business needs and budget. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. How the U.S. is helping to keep the lights on in Ukraine. This is the State of Ukraine from NPR News. There's been a lot of recent news about Ukraine's need for tanks and other weapons in its fight against Russia. But the war has also been an all-out assault on Ukraine's energy grid. And the U.S. plays a critical role as the country struggles to keep the electricity flowing. Here's Eric Schmidt from St. Louis Public Radio. For Elena Pavlenko, Russia's attacks on Ukraine have few limits. They are not attacking only the infrastructure which is close to the front line. They cynically are targeting all the infrastructure in all parts of Ukraine. Pavlenko is the president of Dixie Group, a think tank in Kyiv that focuses on issues around energy policy. She says every part of Ukraine has experienced power outages and that Russia wants to sever the parts of the country that generate electricity from the cities and villages that need it. For example, Kyiv region where I live, we do not have electricity for several hours every day. Pavlenko says Ukraine needs a lot of additional equipment to repair the country's power grid and advanced weapons to protect it from Russia's air attacks. This is where the U.S. and other countries have been stepping in to help, delivering billions of dollars in military, economic, and humanitarian aid. In video from last September at Delaware's Dover Air Base, a half-dozen airmen push a large stack of weapons onto a C-17 cargo plane. They secure the goods with metal chains before loading the next pallet onto the aircraft bound for Ukraine. These kinds of shipments happen nearly every day. We are helping Ukraine defend itself against the naked aggression from Russia. General Jackie Van Ovost leads the U.S. Transportation Command. It handles the military's logistical movements, including deliveries to Eastern Europe. The air defense systems, the artillery systems know that it came from the United States, mainly from the United States, and about 25 other countries have helped. Van Ovost says she works with Ukrainian officials to ensure they're sending what the country needs the most at any given time. She then identifies where these items are and determines how they'll get to Ukraine. Connor Savoy of the Center for Strategic and International Studies says the U.S. is in a unique position to provide this support because of the military's prowess with logistics. While other countries can replicate it, it's always at a much smaller scale. Countries have maybe three or four large transport aircraft versus the couple hundred large transport aircraft that the United States has. Even with this key advantage, Savoy says it will still be difficult to deliver the kind of equipment Ukraine needs to distribute electricity. We can't just go to like a warehouse run by Siemens or GE or some other large Western industrial conglomerate and just start pulling transformers and other grid components off the shelf. Savoy says these items can take several months to produce before they can even reach Ukraine. He adds Ukrainians suffering the worst of the outages may not be able to wait that long. At some point, it is a humanitarian crisis, and people will vote with their feet and try to find access to better conditions. 
But Pavlenko disagrees. She says she hasn't heard of many people considering leaving because they don't have reliable electricity. I have to say that what Russia creates with its attacks, including attacks on energy infrastructure, it creates only anger among the people. And she says more resolve to win the war. For NPR News, I'm Eric Schmidt. Thanks for listening to The State of Ukraine from NPR News. Please come back to this feed for more on the war and its impacts around the world. This message comes from NPR sponsor Greenlight. Want to teach your kids financial literacy? With Greenlight, kids and teens use a debit card of their own, while parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and savings in the app. Get your first month free at greenlight.com NPR. This message comes from NPR sponsor HubSpot. Imagine growing a business with high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle. It's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today. On Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, we have very important people on our show and then ask them about very unimportant things. Here's U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen. Uh, We are also reliably informed that among your enthusiasms, in addition to macroeconomic policy, is mobile games. Uh, There is some truth in that. There's some truth in that. Join us for the NPR podcast that considers all the other things. That's Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me.